If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to Voice Rising with Kara Johnstad. Enjoy weekly conversations with leading luminaries, pioneering visionaries, singers, poets, musicians, and sound healers as we explore the profound role our voice plays on the path to self-realization and global enlightenment. The internationally acclaimed singer, composer, author, healer, recording artist, voice expert, creator of Voice Your Essence, and founder of the School of Voice, Kara Johnstad uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower others. Everything in this world vibrates. Everything has a frequency. A pioneer in the field of voice work and transformational songwriting. Her breakthrough methods are helping thousands of people worldwide fine-tune their body-mind-spirit system and unlock the energetic frequencies of limitless creativity, health, and abundance. Share your voice. Ask your questions. Join in the conversation. Receive life-changing, positive transformation and rise together to create a sound world. And here's your host, Kara Johnstad. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Voice Rising. With me in studio today is the sacred music composer, recording artist, multi-instrumentalist, and ecstatic vocalist, Jai Uthal. Jai combines influences from India with American rock and jazz to create a stimulating and exotic multicultural fusion that is truly world spirit music. So Jai, I warmly welcome you to Voice Rising. It's so good to have you with me. Thank you so much, Cara. It's a pleasure to be here. Nice. So I have some lovely questions and I'm so curious to dive into the path. Actually, this interview is called Bhakti Bliss, the Path of Devotion. Music is a link to our soul, and every note that we play or sing brings us closer to God and closer to the souls that are around us. Share with us how music helped you to experience all your many shades and colors of your soul. Well, um, you know, I, I started my fascination with music when I was very little. I began playing piano at, when I was six. And mm. and I found just that the sound of the notes, the re- re- reverberations of the of the note clusters and melodies, or because I didn't even really know anything, but just the sound just was like, oh my God, this is what I want to explore. This is where I want to go. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did grow up in a musical family. My my father was in the record business, and and he. Uh, you know, specialized in R&B and soul and, and some pop and some disco later. But but he put out records, he produced records. And, and, you know, so every week he would bring home the top 20 singles from the radio stations and ask the opinion of myself and my sister. And so, so we were surrounded by music. Um, but then when I started playing the piano, I, I started taking lessons and... You know, I actually went very deeply, very fast, but something happened, uh, which I can't really remember, that, that completely turned me off to it, and I had to stop my lessons. And and I, at that point, I said, you know, forget it. I, I'm not interested in music anymore. And I kind of went into a shell. Then, then so, a couple of years after that, I... Mm-hmm. I Made a friend and met met a guy my age, you know, who was playing banjo, and uh, he passed me his banjo and said, "Oh yeah, give it a feel." And and I strummed it, and you know, I I was living in a um, internal world of of fear and anxiety, uh, you know, and that's a whole long story we don't need to get into, but I I felt very unsafe in my incarnation 
And mm-hmm. I, I strummed the, that the strings on that banjo, and suddenly uh, there was like this golden aura of protection around me. Now I'm being poetic. It's not like I had a vision, but it was more. It was more like a feeling. And I got a banjo, and then. Um, became completely immersed in it and it became it became my sanctuary my uh the place in my life that i could feel safe so um, would i yeah yeah i I, and i I wasn't singing you know uh the thought of singing was way too vulnerable or just it was just like out of my my even radar the idea of myself singing but I got deeply, deeply into the banjo. And then um, as I got older, uh, well, I, I auditioned for a music high school on banjo. And I, I had mastered all these incredibly complex fiddle pieces, violin pieces on my banjo. And so I got into the school. It was a really good uh, music school in New York City. But... You know, you couldn't play banjo in the school because it had to be an orchestral instrument. And um, so I was happy with that. Give me violin. But they had too many violinists. So I ended up in the, the percussion section, whiling, whiling away my hours, uh, tapping on wooden tables with drumsticks. But mm. that didn't stop my my exploration you know and I, I began to get into electric guitar and i was very very inspired by Jimi hendrix and not necessarily the hard rock side but the side of him where uh you know he was producing all these otherworldly sounds on his electric guitar and so i started to dive into that and then i became exposed this is all you know when i was still a young teenager um i became exposed for the first time to Indian music, Indian classical music. And right. I began to, you know, be really drawn into that. And, and, you know, I started trying to emulate the ragas on my guitar and stuff, you know, just as a, as a young person might do. But then I went to college. And on the night before my very, very first class in college, Ali Akbar Khan who was the great maestro of the Sarod and uh, one of the, you know, one of the greatest masters of Indian classical music and perhaps one of the greatest masters of music ever performed at my college. And the experience of, of listening to, listening to this classical Indian music live, you know, sitting in the front row, uh, I turned me inside out. I realized, you know, I had this revelation that this was the, music that was the closest to the actual life force, the, the, mm-hmm. the you know, existence itself. So I quickly dropped out of college and came to California and, and began my studies with Maestro Khan. And uh, that continued and continued and continued. And, and now somewhere in the first year there, Ali Akbar Khan said to all of his students, you have to study Indian singing, or else I won't teach you instrumental music because all music comes from the voice. And if, and if you don't study singing, you're not going to learn the music. So mm-hmm. very begrudgingly, you know, I I went to the vocal classes and began to practice singing the ragas and, and you know, fine-tuning my voice and discovering the notes and the power of the notes. Um, now... Somewhere along the same time, I began to become exposed to the practice of kirtan and mantra singing. And this, you know, really, really like was an explosion to me. It was just so, what a beautiful thing. You could sing these mantras with full voice in a group and nobody would actually notice you. And, and you know, the, the feeling of expression was, was very new to me and very wonderful. So then I was practicing the ragas and I, I would, you know, I would make sure that nobody was home in the house that I was in. I had roommates and stuff at the time. And then I'd even look out the window and make sure there was no, none of the neighbor's cars were in their driveways. I was so self-conscious. 
But I started singing, and I started having these incredible feelings of just touching a certain wholeness within me that I never had ever, you know, never even mm-hmm. thought about or mm-hmm. felt or, you know. So anyway, this process went on. I went to India, and I met my guru, Neem Karoli Baba, and he encouraged, particularly his Western uh, disciples, to sing kirtan, to sing mantras. You know, sometimes I thought he was just trying to keep us off, off the streets, keep, keep us from getting into trouble. He said, go, go over there and, and just sing kirtan. Um, we had no instruction in it, um, no leader. We all would just sit together and, and sing. And, and it was amazing how time would pass by just so quickly. And, and the other amazing thing, we would see how much joy it, it brought to not only ourselves, but to all the people there and to particularly to our guru. And so the process evolved and, and certain, certain things happened, like things that actually brought deep, deep heartbreak and sadness to me. But through the vehicle of singing, I was somehow or another able to enter that sadness and enter that feeling of loss and aloneness in my heart and find a healing in it. Mm-hmm. I still, it, it, it still took me many years before I would really sing in public. And then, you know, then, I don't know, somewhere when I was in my late 20s or 30s, I started, people started asking me to come to their communities and sing Kirtan and talk about Kirtan. And I did it reluctantly because I was very, very, very nervous. And, and somewhere along the line, that something came to me that said, Jai, you know, you're going to have to either sing or die. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't so dramatic like the death of the body. But there was a yeah. certain soul level thing was like, well, if you don't sing, your soul is going to wither up and die. Um, you know, I was playing music and playing instruments, and I always love to play music and to play instruments. And, 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 and they continue to give me a sense of that safety. But there was something different about singing. Singing was an access to the huge inner world that needed attention. And, um, you know, it's that place where where, where all the incarnations uh, mix up and and bubble and 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 want healing and and in the same place is is that that eternal glow of the soul of God. So, so you know, I started singing, and even then, for a long time, I I, I could not sing in public without some substantial substance. Uh, uh, you know, I became an addict, and and I, mm-hmm. I and I, I just needed. I felt, you know, I needed that support to be able to face the vulnerability of singing mm-hmm. in public. Mm-hmm. Thank, thankfully, twenty years ago, uh, through some friends and through my own guru, my guru, and through my own uh, knowledge or whatever, I became sober and and since then have not needed that. Although sometimes I still feel like I need it, but I don't need it. And, and um, you know, an interesting thing that happened was, well, I started putting out CDs when I was, I think, 39 or 40. It's a late start for for someone. Um, but I, and I felt that my CDs that I was putting out, well, the first one got so much, so much attention because I, you know, I, I, because why? I don't know exactly why, but I was exploring the the meeting place between Indian music, both classical and and folk music, and Western harmony and Western music, and and you know, this was just at the very beginning of the world music uh, 
Um, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Explosion. And uh, yeah. I got so much of, so much attention. I didn't sing very much on that first album. Um, then when I made my second album and third and fourth album, I was going through a lot of suffering in my life. And, and I actually thought, you know, I, It might sound funny, but I, I thought in a way I was doing a disservice to people because the music was so sad, I thought. Um, it was such an expression of my inner pain, you know? But then mm -hmm. I started getting letters and, and comments. So, so many people writing me saying, you know, I was going through such a hard time and your, your music helped me get through it and brought me so much joy and so much peace. And... You know, for quite a while, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't understand that at all. But gradually, I began to accept that and feel like so honored and so humbled to know that my expression of my feelings and my practice of uh, chanting mantras and, and, you know, searching for that, that, touch of devotion was helping many, 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 many people in their journeys. And, and I, I still feel like amazed and humbled and honored that what I do helps others. Yeah, it's probably the, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's beautiful. I think, you know, it's such a, it's such a gift, I think for all of us to realize that we're on this journey together and, I, I did smile to think you must have been growing up in New York City to go from, you know, banjo, percussion, you know, into the Indian ragas. I mean, it's a very rich landscape that you experienced when you were very young, you know, listening to soul, R&B, all these things, and then all these travels and journeys. And I think many people, it's good for us to remember that we are all vulnerable and fragile and moving through our different emotional fields. And um, I'm sure that when people listen to your voice and music, if they're going through something also deep, they they started resonating with that and realizing they're not alone, right? And they probably heard yeah. that in your voice and were able to tap into something in their own, you know, in their own inner core, which helped to lift them yeah. out of that depression yeah. so we're going to take a small station break Jai and then we're going to be back okay. and we're going to be back and then we're going to be listening to more, mu mu uh, more of your music exactly okay okay great Cara thank you the cutting edge of conscious radio OM Times Radio IOM FM OM Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Connect at OMTimes.com. Ohm Times, creating a more conscious lifestyle. Conflict comes in many forms and often triggers a fight-or-flight response. Some of us gravitate toward conflict, while many will stop at little to nothing to avoid it. 
Unfortunately, what we resist will persist, which often forces us to face our fear and deal with it head on. Join me during my show, Conflict Rising, as I discuss the important role of conflict with leaders who have moved through it successfully. Tune in Thursdays at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, it's always darkest before the dawn. With happy clients all over the world, Kara Johnstad knows that your voice is the missing link to more authenticity, abundance, creativity, and health. An internationally acclaimed voice expert, Kara's breakthrough methods have helped thousands of people successfully heal their voice wounds and extinguish the story of self-doubt and shyness forever. Join in group trainings, attend online sessions, schedule one-on-one time, and invite Kara to work with your organization and community. Get started today. Go to www.karajohnstad.com and receive a special guided meditation designed to fine-tune your inner voice and welcome you on the voice journey. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Cara Johnson, and today I'm in studio with the sacred music composer, recording artist, multi-instrumentalist, and ecstatic vocalist, Jai Utal. And welcome back, Jai. And thank you so Thanks, much Sarah. for sharing sharing your your path, your path to music, to finding your voice, and, um, yeah, how scary it is sometimes to really stand there in your in your vulnerability and share your heart with so many people, right? So let's let's get the people to listen to that voice. Kirtan is a part of the ancient yoga practice called Bhakti Yoga or the Yoga of Devotion. You said yourself that you started bringing out a lot of CDs on, you know, sharing with people this path of devotion. I have a track that I would like to share with the Listeners called Echoes of Mercy. Would you like to say a few words about that um, that piece of music before we listen in? Yeah, sure. The, the mantra is Om Namo Narayanaya. It's a very, very, very ancient prayer, and it, it means I bow. Well, superficially, you could say it means I bow to Vishnu. But what it, what it really is saying, I bow to that being who is the indweller of all beings, who exists in in eternal repose in the heart of every sentient being. And so I I offer myself unto thee, thy will be done. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's listen in.
Echoes of Mercy with Jai Utal here in studio with me today as we bow, as we long, as we yearn, as we long to understand where we come from and to drink from that mystery. Jai, play with me, devotion rhymes with ocean. Where does the deep flow of devotion merge with those waves that are constantly coming in and out? Uh, well, I think the waves, you know, the, the emotions, the, the waves of emotion that a human feels, if, if one allows themselves to feel it, yeah. they they actually become the fuel of, of the, they become the engine of devotion. They become the fuel of longing. Um, you know, separation, the feeling of separation from the divine or even separation from our beloveds or separation from our own self, we all have have those feelings. And the natural, I don't want to say the natural, the, the common default activity is to do something to distract us from those uncomfortable, anxious feelings of separation from God. That's how I phrase it, frame it, separation mm-hmm. from God. Um, to the bhakta, the, the, the person on the journey of devotion, those are the times that we, well, rather than turn away from the, those emotions, we want to sit right in that fire and let it burn higher and higher and let it uh, um, fill our practice with, with, with light and with energy. Uh, to me, the chanting of mantras um, in this form of kirtan, you know, there are many ways to chant mantras and there are many types of mantras. But in kirtan, mm-hmm. we, we focus on very sim- simple um, mantras that are primarily the names of the deities. So by, by taking those uncomfortable, uncomfortable feelings, those feelings of longing, those waves, those disturbances, and singing them, um, we find it transforms so quickly into this feeling of presence, of, of uh, protectedness and, and, and safety and, and, well, and love. And, and you know, the, I can sing, be singing, and it's really fascinating in a way when I think about it that my, my inner world can, can one moment just feel this abject longing and desperation for connection and the next second they feel feel so surrounded by and imbued with with god's presence or my guru's presence and then the next moment you know feel cut off again and and you know the artist is essentially a (laughs) melodramatic person but in in bhakti all that drama it, it, it is used to increase our longing to connect with God. I love that so much that you talk about, you know, emotions. The With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The energy in motion, I would say, because there are so many people... And everybody has their own path, right? So you can't say one path is, you know, they're all leading back to back home as we journey on home. But it's uh, it's really, I really cherish that because I think there are many people that want to analyze their emotions or they say that, you know, grief is, you know, not as high a frequency as, let's say, bliss. I mean, I had that, you know, the other day on the interview is, you know, somebody 
you know, talking about different layers of, you know, one is a heavier emotion and one is a lighter and one is this and that. But just to be able to sit with that and just say, you know, let us feel, let us feel deeply. What I find fascinating about the voice as somebody who works a lot with the voice and healing the voice is the capacity our voice has to integrate and to absorb and we can never overdo it right i mean we can't cry for 50,000 hours so if we allow ourselves to go really deeply into that emotion that it can transform it has the ability to transform things so fast you know we can't even yeah. laugh for more than you know if we would laugh for 10 minutes at a time we'd all be you know holding our stomachs thinking <laughs> oh my goodness that, gracious right so yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so it's just, it's so phenomenal what a what a tool we have for integrating really complex, deep emotions, and at the same time, the wisdom of our mind, and the, the voice sits right between the heart and the, and the mind for a reason, yeah. it doesn't sit in our big toe, you know, so it can, yeah. can find balance, we find balance. I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, um, because you were talking about you didn't feel so comfortable singing as a as a kid or as a teenager and that you kind of found your your path and that you felt this is how I understood it that you felt very safe in the kirtan circle because everybody was singing together and nobody was really sticking out it wasn't at that time yet the the solar career that you went on to make what is you know how would you see as somebody who grew up in the states Kirtan being similar to the call and response that we know from spirituals or from the gospel, um, you know, where people say, hey, hey, and someone goes, hey, hey, amen, amen, or whatever. Is it is it very similar? Uh, it, I would say it's very similar. Um, uh, you know, first of all, in intention, you know, the gospel singing and call and response singing, and, and not just from America, but from many, many, many different spiritual cultures. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the intention to, to rise, let the voice rise up and bring our spirits up and connect to, to you know, the great spirit, it's the same intention. And, and in a sense, the practice of just singing, call and response to singing that, uh, that kind of unifies the heart field, it's the same practice. Um, Kirtan has another component that for me is, is is rather mystical and and that is the repetition of the mantras um where these mantras in sanskrit as far as i can understand were given to us by by the sages and the the seers mm -hmm. the wise men and wise women of, of ancient times and it's like they gave us this gift this incredible gift of these words that have so much transformational power and divine energy just within the wor words mm -hmm. that we don't have to actually do very much and we just let the the words themselves do do us kind of so i like that me, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like you know, that we let the words do us <laughs> yeah it, well it's true you know uh, so and it might not resonate for everyone, of course, but for for me, you know, like, like gospel singing, there's the emotion, there's the calling, there's the listening in terms of call and response, there's the deep breathing and deep emotion that are all kind of the same. And yet we add the the component of these transformational mantras that are that to me are have a power that is beyond, you know intellectual understanding and well then it then it just really adds incredible potency to the practice now so i'm i'm not saying that it's better i'm just saying for me it's better <laughs> yeah no i was just curious i think you know i was just curious because we have this call and response in many different uh, cultures and um you know, I was just curious if you know if if there's any difference for you. Did you know that the banjo originally came over from Western Africa? Of course I did. I, like I'm I'm a deep student of the banjo and deep devotion uh, to the banjo. I, I actually <laughs> learned that recently. I learned that about two years ago. I associated it, of course, with yeah, Appalachian music and 
I didn't know that, so it was really new for me. I found that fascinating. Yeah, My love it's of the banjo has, has always been, like, you know, I like bluegrass, but I've never, and country, but that's never really been where my focus on the banjo has been. I've always been so in love with the really, really, really old, they call it old-timey music, but the old music that was sung on the banjo before, and played on the banjo before bluegrass, before pop commercial popularity, the mountain music. And, and that came from the slaves and, uh, you know, sort of intermingling of the slaves and the poor whites. Uh, and it's an amazing tradition. It's, it's yeah, it you know, continues to inspire me all the time. Mountain mantras, Jai. Mountain mantras, what do you think? Banjo and you, solo. Mountain mantras. Uh, mountain mantras. Well, Kara, I've done it. And I, and I plan and hope to do more. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. my goodness gracious. I mean, so mantras, then explain to the people that are listening. We're talking about kirtan. We're talking about the devotional path. We're talking about the practice of kirtan. What would you say, how would you describe what is a mantra for people that might not know what a mantra is? Okay. Uh, mantra is a word or a group of words or a phrase in the Sanskrit language that, um, how do I word it, that combines the mind and the heart and unites in the soul and eliminates thought and brings one to transcendence. Now that sounds... You said that very well. That's a that's a big statement, and you know, of course, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, and and you know, the practice of mantras is is a many many lifetime journey, but essentially that's what they are. They're words that purify the heart, purify the mind, and um, you know, some people say that the word mantra means uh, like subdue the mind, but I don't I don't like that the energy of that definition because we're not trying to subdue anything. We're trying to um, illuminate everything. And mantra, you know, are these power syllables, power words. And, and the, it's a vast science. It's a yogic science. And, and there are mantras that are, you know, a thousand and eight syllables long. And there are mantras, simple mantras, like, for example, my favorite mantra that my guru gave me, which is just Ram, 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 mm-hmm. Ram. Couldn't be easier, and that just means God. And But, you know, when we sing the mantras, sometimes we think about the meanings, but, but for me, it's more like the mantras become this vessel that, that will hold all of our prayers, all of our feelings, all of our joy, all of our anxiety, all of our pain, and into this great, great rush of cosmic oceanic wind and take it to, to the heavens, to, to the source. So, that, so in those periods, you know, like, I don't actually think about what the word is meaning. I'm just like diving into, well, both the music and the words themselves. One thing about Kirtan that I, I, I've also loved so much is that Kirtan doesn't dictate what style of music should be sung or should be used, I guess. Uh, Kirtan can be sung with any kind of style of music. So, you know, back to a little bit before when we were talking about emotions, there are some spiritual traditions that say kind of like, uh, Overcome the emotions, subdue the emotions, and overcome your individuality and uniqueness, and we are all one. But I think that our uniqueness and our individuality, God-given as it is, is one of the keys to our, our finding our path in life. So around music, you know, we could, somebody could sing a mantra, Shri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram. It has a thousand different musical styles. And each, each person 
as an artist, digs into themselves and 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 looks and longs to, to find the most um, poignant and deep and personal expression of their feelings uh, to express as expressed in a melody or a chord structure or a rhythm, and then the mantra is is you know <laughs> rides on top of that. So right. there is actually a guy I know who does bluegrass kirtan. And there, there's a lot of electronica kirtan, and there's so many different things. And it's not like I like it all or that it all resonates with me, but but I do like the fact that people can explore and express themselves uniquely and individually, and still be in this practice of of chanting these mantras. Beautiful. We're going to take a short break. Jai Utal. It's lovely to have you here today with me. Great to be here, Tara. Conscious lifestyle to your world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com I'm Kathy Williams, host of Sexy Mom Abundant Life radio show on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. On the show, we explore living abundantly in every area of your life. Ways to let go of limiting patterns and beliefs and to step into the flow of creativity and possibility. Knowing you are supported by the universe. Imagine being fired because of who you love. Imagine being denied medical treatment because of who you marry. Imagine being evicted because of who you are. Millions of Americans don't have to imagine this. They have to live it. Because in 31 states, it's legal to discriminate against LGBT people. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Cara Johnstad, and today I'm with the sacred music composer, recording artist, multi-instrumentalist, and ecstatic vocalist, Jai Utal, in studio talking about voice, singing, mantra, chant, kirtan, bhakti path, all the good stuff. Ajay, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I, I like Very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about it all and I really what I really appreciate is is this this um Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thread that you've woven through the interview of authenticity and of really relaxing into what we are being it that we feel fragile or we feel blissful or we feel nervous or we feel ecstatic or and that we can feel all of that maybe at the same time and then to dedicate that or that's how I understood you to really give that into music and to allow the chance to um, anchor themselves within us and um, I'd like to play for our listeners a track called Twameva. Is that correct? Yes. Tell me what that word means. 
for someone who doesn't know what the word means, tell me what that word means. The the, the word means you are or thou you art. It's it's a it's a more classical Sanskrit, so it would be more like thou art. And and the song says, but I'll say in more you know personal uh, English, you are my mother, you are my father, you are my brother, you are my lover, you are my friend, you are. All wealth, you are all wisdom, you are my all in all, my Lord of Lords Supreme. Beautiful. Let's listen in. Yeah, you a, are. It's a it's a very yeah. traditional prayer. I like it. back at Voice Rising, and that is the wonderful voice of Jai Utal with Tuameva, Thou Art. And um, Jai, you were talking in the beginning of the interview about how, as a kid, somewhere along the line, you felt like you lost your voice. At some point, of course, you found it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be the great artist that you are today. I saw that you also work with kids, Kirtan kids, that you also go into schools, or that's what I saw, and, and, and support children. You know, at this time where we are in our world, we have kids struggling really with a lot of anxiety, with climate change, with violence, with everything else. How can we help the kids that are the voices of the future keep that channel wide open, keep those vibrational fields open, keep the emotions um Stable, I, I, or not stable, but how can I say it? Integrated so that they, 
that they don't worry about falling into anxiety attacks or depression, that they have tools to help them to master or to, yeah, to go through this life? Well, it's a huge question, and and it's certainly very much part of our life as as our son has just entered high school. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I know there's, you know, just developmentally, there's there's, uh, uh, certain aspects of, of... separation and and moods that are coming up that that weren't there before but from the very beginning of his when he was a baby my wife and I have been singing with him and singing to him and singing prayers and not just prayers you know songs and just maintaining that that uh atmosphere of song around him and when he started going to to school, or even uh, actually even preschool, I, I was going to the to the um, classes and and teaching very simple Indian chants and um, getting the kids to sing with me. And it was it was you know it was a pure joy experience for all of us. And now Ezra is my son. He's quite shy of singing, um, but. Mm-hmm. I I expect that will will come around, but um, oh wow, I'm getting another call. Let me just decline that. I <laughs> I thought I had that turned off, but anyway, but but he is deeply musical, and um, he plays piano, and he's been in in a band, a original band, for many many years from when they were very young, and I and I see with him, uh, in a way, I see. You know, a little bit of a reflection of my journey, where, where first it was it was the music that allowed my emotions to flow, uh, you know, before singing, and right. I think that deep inside of him, that he he has in his DNA DNA the tools, but they they gotta take a little while to come out and to come out as him rather than to come out as me. H- however. The, my great joy is like in our last tour in Europe just this past summer by the end of the tour Ezra was playing the whole set with me he was playing on grand piano but we, and it was all kirtan mm. and um, he wasn't singing but he was so so in so much a part of it so I feel very happy about the way he's growing and and um as much as I can, you know, the kids are teenagers now. They're not a hundred percent interested in me, but while they were younger, I'm saying in our circle, while they were younger, as, as, as much as I could, I gathered them together to sing together. And, and I've done a lot of events just for kids. And, um, and I made that album called Kirtan Kids, yeah, uh, which I, I love so much. It's, you know, I'm singing, but mostly the voices are kids voices. And we had, Preschoolers, we had first graders, second graders, third graders, you know, and um, Ezra has a couple of star moments, of course. And, um, you know, I, I think it's so valuable to plant those seeds when the kids are really young. Like like both my wife and I, we never excluded our son or anybody's kids from any of our events. My wife is a yoga teacher um, and uh, does a lot of trainings and and. You know the kids are are welcome, and sometimes it, sometimes you know it's it veers towards a little more chaos than I'd like. But most of the time, the the energy and the the message is inclusivity. And if we can't bring our kids into this, well, what's what are we doing? For years, Ezra would sit on my lap as I led kirtan, and um, nice, beautiful. That was mm-hmm. that was bliss. Now I also have have done a, quite a lot of, of visits to the prison, to, to the local prison here, San Quentin. Um, it's a, a maximum security prison, and I go in there and sing Kirtan and talk about Kirtan with, with the interfaith group of prisoners. Um, and they are so appreciative, and they get so much from it. And, uh, you know, I've had amazing experiences with them. Just, uh, I guess these guys, you know, um, it's obviously not everyone in the prison. It's just sort of a small group that comes to me, about 50 people. And 
and they have they're in they consider it a monastery and they consider it the house of healing. They call San Quentin the house of healing. And they are so deeply uh, immersed in the, these practices of, of devotion and meditation that it's kind of awe inspiring. And I, I was told that this was really <laughs> surprised me. Uh, also made me feel good, but also was disturbing in a way was that, that, on death row, my CDs are the most popular CDs, um, mm. which, you know, that's just like, wow, you know, wh- how, how I'm so humbled that that could possibly be true. You know, how could that be? That's so amazing that even even these people at the end, you know, at the end of their line, uh, what I do and what consume me can help them I mean, I'm just like so blown out by it um, Jay if you had one message for our world where we are today or if you had one little golden nugget you'd want people to understand about voice about music about creating a, a sound world and a sound body I mean your 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 work is obviously has really reached if it's you know if it's one of the most requested CDs on death row. I mean, it's you've you've gone from kindergartens to inside of prisons and, and I'm sure to many, many yoga centers and many beautiful festivals. You have a wealth of wisdom that you've carried on your path. What is your what is your message in the moment? What what can we do to, you know, continue the path that will bring our world into harmony? Well, I, I... You know, that's such a big question, but I, I think that the best way to answer it at this moment is with a very, very small answer, which is that on a day-to-day basis, to practice kindness, um, mm-hmm. to be, you know, to go out of our way, to be kind to someone. Um, the, you know, of course, there's so much more to say to that question, and I'm not even addressing it in terms of singing but just in terms of how are we going to save this world but well, it starts with simple kindness and um and then you know in my last album Ruchakrama, we ha- made a partnership with a company called one tree planted and so every yeah. cd that gets sold plants a tree beautiful which i think is also and super important very important we're saving Hopefully, the, the climate and the world and your voice is a very, very big part of that tapestry that's out there. I thank you so much for being with me, for taking that time to yeah, share all your stories, and I hope to have you back again at Voice Rising. Thank you so much, Cara. It was a pleasure talking with you, and to all your listeners, I just say hi and God bless. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.